0: Thanks for listening to the Pioneer Valley Church podcast. Our hope is that what you hear encourages your faith in the way of Jesus and inspires you to participate in what God is up to in the world. God bless. So we're having a series this uh, holiday season uh, called Love Came Down. Love Came Down, and today we're going to talk about uh, a great concept in the scripture and throughout the Bible, really, uh, the history of God's dealing with us, which is Emmanuel, Emmanuel, God God with us. We're going to talk about that. And as a community of Christians, you know, we take time at Christmas, of course, to, to think about the coming of Jesus as, as a babe, of course, but uh, his entrance into a broken world. Uh, a fractured society, uh, to wounded people that we are, whose hearts are longing for redemption, Mm -hmm. whose hearts are longing for renewal and salvation. And we we recognize this isn't just an ancient story of something that we read about in the Bible, but it's relevant. The world still has this need. The world is still broken of course, we we know this, and uh, we think about it on a grand scale. We think about it about all of the world, and we we lament the challenges that we deal with as a society and as a world. But even our own lives, right? Yeah. Individually, our individual stories, we still long for the miracle of God with us, yes. of God coming into our life. God is entering into our story and abiding with us. His story through our story. And I loved as well, I loved Zoe's uh, uh, communion message about telling stories. And, and that's part, it's a big part of our lives. I couldn't help but think, and of course, she, she had a great story to tell. I often tell stories that Kathy reminds me, I told her a lot of times, and I, there's a different reason why I repeat the story. It's not that great of a story. It's just as you age, you start to tell stories, and Kathy reminds me, it just happened this week actually. And uh, I, tried to, I tried to point out to her that I was, I was focusing on a different angle on that story. And like kind of embellishing, this is, but no, that didn't fly. She said that's the same story. Um, But, uh, you know, God entering our story in our lives and showing us his love and mercy and uh, his truth. So Emmanuel is not just something that you read about in the story of Jesus' birth. Of course, it's a reference to Isaiah 7 where it talks about, um, you know, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and will call him Emmanuel. And that's, that's alluded to in the story of the birth of Jesus, but it's literally throughout the scripture, God with us. God came down, love came down, amen. And so I'm going to read through a number of scriptures quickly, just to give you, uh, I know these, many of these are familiar, but just to give you, let it wash over you. Let the, the truth of this just hit you of how God's message of him being with us is, is an ancient story, but it's, it's throughout God's purpose uh, in dealing with man. So beginning in Genesis, of course, Genesis 28, 14 to Jacob, he says, I am with you, Jacob, and will watch over you wherever you go. To Moses, of course, in Exodus, I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go. And then Joshua in Joshua 1.9, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord, your God, will be with you wherever you go. And then, of course, Judges and Gideon, the Lord answered, I'll be with you, he promises this judge. You will strike down all the Midianites. Isaiah 43, 2. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. Uh, the flames will not set you ablaze. I will be with you, promises God. Zechariah 3:17. The Lord your God is with you, the mighty Warrior who says he will take delight, great delight in you. Mm-hmm. And, of course, in the New Testament, we already alluded to the birth of Jesus where the angel tells Joseph that his name will be Emmanuel. But in Mark 4, three fourteen, Jesus appointed 12 that they might be with him mm-hmm. and that he might send them out to preach. John 14, 16. I will ask the Father, Jesus said, and he will give you another advocate to, to, um, to help you and to be with you forever. Amen. The Holy Spirit. 14:23 in John, Jesus replied: Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home. With them. Again, meditating on these concepts that are so clear in the scripture. John 17, 24. Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am, to be with me. Matthew eighteen twenty, For where two or three gather in my name, there am I with them. Matthew twenty eight, eighteen through twenty. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, therefore go and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teach them to obey everything I've commanded and what? Surely I am with you to the very end of the age. ACTS four thirteen They recognized, they recognized, others recognized that these apostles had been with Jesus. Hebrews 13, 5. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God has said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. What a promise, amen? Mm -hmm. And Revelation 21. Verse three, and I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, look, God's dwelling place is now among the people and he will dwell with them. They will be his people and God himself will be with them and be their God. Isn't that an amazing to just think from the beginning to the end of God's inspired word. He promises over and over to be with us. God with us. Love came down. He walked with Adam and Eve in the garden. He entered the story of Israel. He has come to us in Jesus to be with us. To live in our humanity and to be vulnerable as we are vulnerable. Isn't it amazing to think that Jesus took on our nature, the vulnerability, the weakness. He took that on willingness Willingly To feel pain and joy and loneliness and hope, just like we feel. Amen. And to offer himself as a new way forward in living a good life, living the good life. Mm-hmm. To be himself the sacrificial payment needed to bring justice for our sins. Mm-hmm. So, so that we could be with God. Mm-hmm. He did that. He entered our story in that way. And I, I know as, as followers of Jesus, we know this season, uh, we, we think about it more, right? We think about Jesus with us more, God with us. Uh, but we still need these reminders, amen, that what, what are the implications of God with us? And how do, we even, how do we even do that? You know, how do we kind of resist the headwinds? of society around us mm-hmm. the inertia uh, there's a there's a quote there uh, from um, uh, someone early on in just marketing kind of concepts is that we need to to um, you know in order to gain the hearts of people you need to get them to think about what they want you know what they desire not what they need uh, and and that's the headwind that we fight against in this time of year is that we need to, to think about, we need God with us, not to be caught up in the things that are so uh, so demanding of our attention and what we want and, and uh, appeal to that attention economy where the marketers are so laser focused on getting us to pay attention to them. And, and we do. We we, uh, we do pay attention. And then drilling down even to just the busyness of the season. We may have more things going on. We have more parties to go to. We have maybe family uh, visiting or we're traveling. All these things we can end up thinking about and being focused on instead of really the, the main focus of uh, God with us, Jesus with us. And he offers a different option to an exhausted and distracted world. Although it's great, you know, busyness uh, is great. We had some parties to go to. We were hosted by the Yees yesterday, and we had a a great time, a a fun time to be together. And I know, you know, all of us are are doing that, whether it's a white elephant or, uh, you know, these are fun parties. Yesterday we had a couple fun parties, and Haley and Sue just nailed it. I mean, they had to... Wrap a gift together with each of them using one hand. And it looked like a professional, you know, Macy's kind of, uh, uh, you know, wrapping. Uh, although we did find out that, that Sue is left handed and Haley is right handed. And uh, they had, you know, we didn't realize that until afterwards. Of course, you know, it, uh, it kept us from winning. Hudson and I would have otherwise won, I think. But, but, you know, these things are, you know, a lot of, a lot of fun, but they're, they can be distracting, too. I mean, it's, it's great to, uh, to remember that, you know, the busyness of this, we need to cut through and focus on Jesus. Amen. Amen. And there is a story from the life of Jesus that can help us, I think, reorient or give our attention toward what really matters. Let's look at that together over in Luke 10. The experience of these two women's experience with Jesus, um, it it happened even uh, in their day. You know, we think, well, hey, we're living in a different time, much more demanding than they had to deal with. But no, this is not a new story. Uh, Verse 38 of chapter 10 of Luke. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister. You are worthy, worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed. Indeed, only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. What an amazing story that we can all relate to, right? I mean, we all make jokes about, well... She's a Martha. He's, he's kind of more like a Mary. She, you know, uh, We can all kind of fit into one of those two tendencies. But Jesus comes to town to be with friends. He, he's, he's come to be with friends, like a lot of us are doing right now, right? We're coming together. We're being with friends. But Jesus is there this, in this event this account. And so what's happening to Martha? She's distracted. She's worried. She's upset. I know none of you can relate to any of those things, but this is Martha. Uh, No, we we certainly get that way, don't we? And does that describe our December? Uh, How about maybe our whole year, if we look back on over the year, have we been distracted, worried, upset, uh, even our whole lives, not just 2022? Uh, maybe that's been some things you can relate to. I know even I, I can relate just this last week uh, to this kind of Martha mentality. Um, you know, a, a couple things. One, I, I had made... You know, a couple of years ago, I made a commitment—a daily prayer commitment—and and I'd been faithfully doing that. And uh, even this week, I had a busy day. On Friday, I did a lot of things. I was so proud of myself. I booked out my day and gave gave to other people, and and uh, you know, and then and then, you know. Came home and was winding down, watching a little sports. I watched uh, some some sports on TV, and you know, ready for bed, getting ready to uh, to turn in. And I get to bed and remembered I hadn't done that that prayer commitment that I had made. And and I had a streak, you know, I had a streak I wanted to keep, but you know, the fact that. This was something that was so baked into my my schedule, but yet I had let it get so easily pushed out of my life. And it wasn't even until, you know, at the end of the day when I'm sort of maybe just re- reviewing the the day that I remembered, wow, I, I haven't done that. And the other thing I thought was kind of ironic about it is I had just been bragging to somebody about it, you know, because it's something I hadn't really talked a lot about and. This is the week before I had, I had actually told somebody about it. And then, then this happened. And, and I thought, well, this is, this is uh, totally God. Uh, but I was able to, you know, I hadn't fallen asleep yet. So technically, I was able to still fulfill my commitment. But then the other thing is that, uh, the other thing that was, I think about is, and, and maybe you can't relate to this, but, you know, I think about all the things that get scheduled throughout the, the, the season. You know, this party, that um, get-together, our small group thing, uh, this commitment, that commitment, and I can get, I can think about when they're all written out and I get overwhelmed thinking about all of those things, especially as sort of an introvert. And so I think, here's here's how warped I can get, I I think about, okay, only three more times I'm going to have to be out of myself and giving. (laughs) And then, you know, I won't feel the pressure of, you know, if this thing flops, it's on me or whatever. You know, that kind of thing, I can get there. I can have that mentality instead of just being so amazed at the opportunity to be with other people and to, you know, be part of God's uh, God coming down, you know, into that group and being... Even given to or giving to other people. And I can get that way. I can think about, you know, just, um, you, you, know, we, you, you know, Kathy and I on the way to an event, having to pray to get out of ourselves. Because we, you know, we're pushing ourselves to, to go. You know, we've made the commitment. We're going to go. We're going to be out of ourselves. But I don't feel like it. And then you get there and then you have such a great time and God just answers your prayer. But I don't know if you can relate to that. But it's something that I can relate to in this, this time of year. And it's definitely um, not, you know, not, not being, looking at the opportunity. Just be with God. Be with Jesus and allow him to uh, be with us and be among us because these are am- amazing opportunities. Um, so, you know, certainly there's the temptation to be more like a Martha uh, and worried about those details and stressing over those than just, you know, taking the time to just be with Jesus, yeah. to sit at his feet mm-hmm. and just appreciate him so mo- so much. Mm-hmm. So what are you paying attention to today? You know, this is the question. What? Have you or what, uh, don't ha- what don't you have? What you have or what you don't have? Uh, who you're with or who you're missing? Maybe it's, it's that you're missing someone that you've lost over the last year or maybe even many years, but that you, you focus on that. And that's real. We get that. Uh, but are we still taking the time to be present? Uh, where are we and where do we wish we were is it with Jesus, or is it with all of the details that that we need to that we focus on sometimes? Um, obviously, putting Jesus back in this time of year and and every day of the year is such an important thing, putting him back in the season uh, and thinking about exiting this. Sort of rat race. This sort of uh, us consumed with the next thing that we need to do or the next event. Uh, what about just devoting a time, slowing down, and and thinking about how we can engage more with Jesus, looking for those opportunities, and meditating on them. And certainly, part of it is engaging more with people. That is. Part of being with Jesus, isn't it? I mean, we have the great luxury of having so many people in our lives that could help us focus on him and what is more important and engaging in that way because he always blesses, doesn't he? And then when you're geared up to go to that next party, you know, that is on your calendar, how are you preparing yourself mentally to kind of give? in that situation Uh, maybe someone that needs it more than you do right now someone who's having to deal with things that you're not having to deal with uh, being more present with them and just relishing the opportunity to have that time with them and to be able to give to them in that way not rushed not distracted not worried, not upset, but present. Being present, filled with peace and joy and being worshipful and gracious. But how do you get there? You know, how, how do you get yourself to that point? And I think, you know, taking seriously the things that we've even read today in the scriptures and meditating on them, maybe commit to doing that. Uh, over the next few days, thinking and meditating on how God came down, love came down to be with us, and and really just keeping it quiet and simple for a, a season, for a period. Experiencing Christ with you will then, you have to be with Christ and give him your attention, just like Mary did. And, of course, in Matthew 11. Matthew 11, and it's an amazing admonition from Jesus in verse 28, where he just says, Come to me. Mm -hmm. Just come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I I will give you rest. Mm -hmm. You know, the season can make us weary and tired. It can make us burdened. We can feel burdened by the responsibilities instead of uh, appreciative of the opportunities. But he says, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. Mm -hmm. Finding that rest in Jesus will take some intention, won't it? Mm It will just take us to... It will require of us to let go of maybe some things Mm -hmm. for a period. And just rest with Him. Mm -hmm. Invite Him into your life. And spend that time with Him. So are you weary and burdened this morning? Could you use this rest that Jesus calls us to? He's offering to be with you. He's offering to be with you. And you will find rest for your souls in learning a way of life from Him. Not allowing, again the world to dominate how we deal with the things going on in our lives, but allowing Jesus' plan to dominate the way we deal with those things. Jesus is offering to be with you today. He's offering you a new pace of life and a new direction for your efforts, a new master to listen to. And with that, a new outcome, a new outcome, rest for your souls, a lighter and easier way. Maybe think about this tomorrow, take some time tomorrow, a little extra time to pray, read perhaps through all of these passages that uh, we see throughout the Scripture where God wants to be with us and certainly to invite Jesus in in that, uh, in silence and in stillness, maybe even before checking your email or Instagram when you get up in the morning, or reviewing your schedule for the day, but you know, give Christ room in your life and, like Mary, sit at His feet, sit at His feet, and take it in. Amen. Amen.